Hey everyone, this is Seth, one of the hosts of The Debrief. What you're about to hear is a special episode. Our mission at Created Equal extends far beyond Ohio. We are regularly on the road creating dialogue about abortion. And for today's episode, Lexi, Esther, our producer, and I, the three of us, we were all in the studio as usual, but our guest was not with us in person. She was one of our summer interns calling in from New York City, stepping aside in the middle of outreach to talk with us. Now, if you like what you hear, we want to give you a special invitation to experience our outreach and debriefing in person for yourself by coming on the road with us. Join us on our justice ride to Florida. Hit the show notes to find out how you can apply and get a limited discount today. And now enjoy the show. We're on the road talking to people we don't know about abortion. We are created equal and we're inviting you to debrief with us. Hey, y'all, I'm Lexi. Hey, y'all, it's Seth Dreyer, too. And um, the y'all is working off on me now, Lexi. I'm Sorry saying that too. About Sorry about that. that. <laughs> Today's a unique episode because we have the debrief. Normally, we're debriefing a conversation that just happened. But right now, we're debriefing with one of our team members on the road in New York City. This is very unique. Lexi and I are in the studio in Columbus, Ohio. And we're going to be talking to Jane, who is in New York City right now, leading outreach with our, the rest of our team. Hey, Jane. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Okay, good. So, um, like Seth said, she's in New York right now, so she's on the phone, and we're trying to maneuver this, so hang in there with us, y'all. If the audio isn't the best, please just uh, like this episode anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Bear Um, with us. Yeah. Um, So, Jane, how has outreach been so far? Outreach has been really cool. We've done two outreaches, uh, sidewalk counseling at abortion clinics, and then we did one outreach by Central Park. And the one by Central Park, the Urban Outreach, was probably one of the best I've had all internships. Just a lot of people to talk to and a lot of cool experiences. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Um, and I don't know if we mentioned this. You've only been there for a day and a half now. So, um, but a lot has happened. So we're going to get into everything that's happened so far. And then maybe next podcast, we can talk about other things. But and can you pause just, Jane, I mean, set the stage for everyone listening to this. People know how Create Equals Outreach looks, but so you're walking to the middle of New York City, a massive city, and what are you doing there when you say you're by um, Central Park? What did the outreach look like? So we set up our signs on a few corners, and it's just tons and tons of people pouring in, um, and we uh, hand out pamphlets and talk to people walking by um, if they'll take it. Um, so, Yeah. Yeah, and so also, can you kind of give a brief description of what it's like sidewalk counseling in New York? Yeah, so the sidewalk counseling is much different um, than in Ohio because there's no fences, there's no parking lot. You can literally go right up to the door and talk to these women right up until they enter the building. Um, We can put signs up right up next to the building, so it's definitely a different experience, and it's so cool be able to share the news with these women before they go in without getting interrupted or without any hindrances. So I imagine if you're walking right up to the door with someone walking in, considering abortion, if I am one of the abortion workers inside, I'm not going to be very excited about that. So how have they responded to your presence there in New York City outside their um, abortion facilities? They have definitely not been happy with us, of course. Um, One abortionist came out and kept yelling at us and saying that we weren't allowed to be there and that we weren't allowed to have our signs up close to her office, um, which we were, of course, allowed to be there. We had the police called on us twice. Um, what happened when the police arrived? What happened? They talked to us, tried to get us to move the signs, but we moved them one time, and even though we were allowed to legally be there, 
but we were still right out next to the uh, abortion facility. And also at one of the abortion facilities, they called in tons and tons of more escorts and they saw us coming. Oh, they wow. just kept pouring in. That's awesome. That means you're doing something right. That's exciting. Yeah. As a sidebar, um, what Jane is saying, um, Lexi, for any of our listeners listening to this, we do sometimes make decisions on the, sp- on the spot to move a sign slightly, even if we have the right to be somewhere, in order to kind of negotiate a better setting. But Jane's point is that we had a right to be there. That's why we stood our ground, even though a slight adjustment was made. That's important. So the escorts, what were the escorts doing, Jane? Are they the same like escorts here in the Midwest, or are they a bit different? Uh, I didn't have the opportunity to really be by or talk to any of the escorts. Um, but they were just standing right by the door. It seemed like they were almost blockading the door in a way. Um, but when That's we inviting. Would try, yeah. yeah, yeah, they would try and when we were talking to the women, they would come up and try and interrupt the, the people talking to them and get them to go inside. But yeah, it did not seem inviting to me at least. Yeah, that's unfortunate because I was really looking forward to when y'all are going to be in New York the opportunity for y'all just to have free conversations with these women. But, um, of course, they feel threatened, and so they have to call in reinforcements and get more people um, because they know that y'all are effective. Um, that's at least drawing more of their money away, though, to invest in paying the escorts. So that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, that's really good. And they're just trying to, though, um, keep their money. Right. So <laughs> they are trying to make women who are – I've even seen pictures of y'all there, um, women literally talking to y'all, crying, hugging y'all, um, and those escorts are trying to – stop them from talking to you right. stop them from hearing the truth um, and getting actual resources and force them to go inside the Planned Parenthood um, to pay them hundreds of dollars to kill their child um, so yeah y'all are obviously doing amazing work there um, so getting back into that what was kind of going a little bit deeper um, today I know y'all were outside a Planned Parenthood in Manhattan talking to people what was that like uh, that was really cool. We There were some sidewalk counselors up front by the building, but there wasn't much space, so we spread out and did some urban outreach on the sidewalk with some people passing through. Um, and I was able to have a few conversations with, there were actually uh, quite a few pro-life people, and then, of course, some angry pro-choicers. Uh, what I were had they a doing, few, angry pro-choicers? Um. They, I actually had a lot of people come up and say, like, that's disgusting. Like, this is disgusting. Why are you guys here? And I feel like that's just proving their own point that, yes, this is disgusting. We need to share that this should not be happening. This is murdering children. So they were saying the pictures were disgusting. Yes. Admitting, like, they were say. accepting that they were disgusting, but thinking we shouldn't be there, even though they were pro-choice. Mm, yeah. And I'm sure they walk by that, uh, by the Planned Parenthood almost every day and see it and just um, don't say anything. But whenever we show the victims of abortion, they can really um, look at that and see how disgusting, how disturbing abortion is. But um, our job in talking to them is trying to make them realize that, yes, because it is disgusting, we should be ending it. That's why we should be um, out here standing against it. Jane, I want to just ask right. you, um, someone listening to this might think, okay, Jane, this is probably some 20-something person or 30-something person maybe who's been doing this for a long time. But Jane, you're a high schooler, and you are in the middle of New York City, one of the most hostile pro-abortion cities in the entire globe, where more black babies are killed than born alive, and you're out in the middle taking on this storm, this sea of people who are against you. I'm curious, Jane, what prepared you for this? How are you able to stand there today? Um, can you comment to us how you got to this point? Yeah, it's definitely hard and definitely scary, but I feel like just my previous pro-life work has really 
uh, prepared me for this. It all kind of built up to this with the justice rise and the days of action. Every time I went on a new thing like that, I was just as scared as I was now. But I feel like it all slowly built up. So now I'm not really afraid to talk to people, no matter how many or how like big the city is. Um, because I know that we're here doing the right thing and that we're in the right here. So tell us, like, your first justice ride to today, what is the difference, and how did the justice ride in the internship now this summer, what kind of character qualities and what training, how, how has that helped you to get to this point? Yeah, I've definitely become a better public speaker and just more confident in general in my life and just in speaking to people. Um, I pretty much knew nothing the first time. I came on a justice ride, and I slowly learned more and more, um, and the internship has really gone so much more in-depth, and I feel so much more confident in talking to people, um, and I've been able to work on sharing, not sharing only about abortion, but getting into the gospel with people, um, which is important here in New York City because it's so rare to find Christians here. Um but it's definitely a very cool experience, and I feel so much more prepared through the internship to do this work. So someone listening who wants to be like Jane, which you should be, we should all be like Jane, go to justiceride.org and join the next Justice Ride because we need more people just like her, right, Lexi? We're in the middle of the thick of it, in the middle of hostility, sharing truth. Yes, for sure. Jane is awesome. We need to hashtag be like Jane. Everybody make that trend, <laughs> oh, yeah. okay? Oh, no. <laughs> Get it going, <laughs> Yeah, seriously, though, you are really bold. And um, I think that it's you're not being thrown into this without any training whatsoever. If you were, that would be tough. But you've learned so much and um, are prepared for like really anything that will come to you, like any argument or anything like that. So I kind of wanted to get into that with the conversations that you're having um, there in New York, is that any different than the conversations that you would have, like, say, downtown Columbus? Or are they pretty similar? I would say I've definitely, even since we've only been one here one day, I've already sensed that. Um, I feel like people are just, there's more people, but I feel like they're also more open almost to talking to us, mm. even if it's just yelling at us. I feel like just the number of people have really given me more of an opportunity to talk to people. So... Yeah, it's definitely a different experience, but it's a good one, and it's giving me a lot more opportunities. Do you have a sense for who you're talking to, Jane? Are these New Yorkers, or these, you know, it's a very touristy place. Are you getting kind of this big swath of tourists from across the country and globe coming through there? Yeah, that's definitely cool. I've definitely heard a lot of different accents and a lot of different languages coming through on outreach. Um, Sometimes there's a language barrier, but it's definitely cool to see people coming from all over and seeing the truth of abortion on our signs. And just, I've seen so many people on outreach just like with their mouths like wide open, like they had never seen this before. Mm. And I feel like we don't get that very much in downtown. I don't know, maybe they've already seen it a lot because we're there a lot, but just so many people seeing this for the first time and seeing the truth. There's no language barrier with pictures, right? You see and know exactly what it is. Dr. King years ago, when people were, um, he talked about shaming America before the world by exposing our racism. And that's what you're doing right now, Jane, because you have non-Americans in that city who are probably shocked when they see what abortion is and expect us to have better civil rights laws for preborn people. And they're disgusted by it. You're shaming our nation. And honestly, when we are legally killing little preborn people every day, we should be shamed. 
for that. Yeah. I've talked to like so many people who are not from America and whenever they find out that we're killing babies in America, they're so shocked. Mm-hmm. They just didn't even think because we're the land of the free and everything like that. Right. And we're all about human rights and human equality, but we're so corrupt and we're killing 2,300 babies every single day. Um, but that's really awesome. Y'all get to share that. That really surprises me. I don't know, Seth, if that surprises you, how much more open people are in the fact that people are um, haven't seen the victims of abortion before, I just feel like in New York City, it's you would, New York, right? Where I know, you I think just feel like they would know everything. You would know what's going on there. You would. There's a loss of innocence, you think, in a place like New York, right? Yeah. So, you, but that goes to show, I think, that people know what abortion is without having any real concept of what it actually is. They have this framework for, okay, you're getting rid of a baby. They don't know the baby's decapitated, dismembered, disemboweled, starved, suffocated, swirled down the toilet. They don't know those things. And that's what Jane's telling them. She's giving them a really ed- good education right now. That's very true. They just don't really understand the, the, the whole weight of abortion, but they understand, hey, I'm for abortion. And um, so... Could I ask you, Jane? So I'm curious, Jane, if you could unpack, though. So we're glad you're having the good conversations, but still, okay, level with me. You're in New York City. Surely there's some hostility, things you've been facing from the crowds or people at the clinic. So what, what kind of crazy things have you seen or heard? Yeah, so definitely so many, so many side comments as people are passing by. And then just a lot of people screaming and cursing at you. Um, it's just constantly so hectic. Uh, outreach which is good in a way I feel like it's exciting but definitely get a lot more hate from a lot more people uh, we had a guy yesterday uh, hit one of our signs with a bag as he was walking through and spit on someone's face so yeah just a lot of hostility towards us for sure does that surprise you that people react with hostility I feel like it makes sense they're seeing these pictures of babies being torn apart I mean there is a you're definitely shocked by that and you definitely don't want to see that and accept that this is happening in your own city. But yeah, definitely makes sense. But also there was a lot of it, um, which surprised me a little bit too. Yeah. What's your reaction whenever things like that are happening and what's going through your mind? Uh, yeah, definitely just a little bit shocked. It's definitely scary, but it keeps the excitement up in a way. It's honestly just sad seeing people act this way, too, towards this. You don't really see that much of that kind of behavior um, just downtown in Columbus. You see a little bit of it, but it's just so much more here in New York. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious also, Jane, so if you are if you have those hostile reactions, you say it's kind of appropriate fitting. I detect that you do not see those hostile reactions as making your outreach not worthwhile. Can you explain why those reactions don't render your outreach useless? Yeah, um, I feel like, well, we still obviously have lots of wonderful conversations. And also, just people seeing the hostility of these pro-choice people kind of makes them look in the wrong in that situation. We're over here trying to be kind and compassionate towards people um, and changing minds in a respectful way while they're just being physically abusive towards us and towards society. That's well said. And I do think also what you were referring to earlier, is it's kind of fitting. When you kill thousands of people, we know that's wrong because you're killing people. But there's always collateral damage and pain in broken relationships, people missing their siblings, parents grieving the children they chose to kill. There's a lot of residual pain. And sometimes when you vent that, it could come out kind of violently. And that's why it's so important that Jane, you've been trained in when you're talking to someone how to defuse a situation, if someone's had an abortion, how to share with them the truth that they can be forgiven to 
through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I think it's, it's not surprising. What is surprising to me is that you have someone like you, again, a high school student who is equipped and ready to go do that and not shirk back when you see hostility. That's powerful. I think that's what we need to see more of. Yeah, when you have grown adults yelling in your face and right. spitting <laughs> on your coworkers and everything like that and um, throwing things at you, um, it's really awesome um, that you have the ability to not let that hold you back and actually to make that propel you in the fight against abortion. Um, and I think especially whenever people are reacting terribly and are cussing you out or uh, throwing things at you or whatever it may be, hopefully that will convict them. Um, because usually when, if you think about yourself, when you act so terribly to somebody, then later on you'll start, if, if it's out of anger in the heat of the moment, later on when you cool off, you'll think, why did I just do that? And then what caused me to have that uh, extreme of a reaction? And so hopefully those people that are being really nasty to y'all now, um, later on today, um, will start to think, why did I get so mad that I would yell at a 16-year-old girl just trying to ask me a simple question? That's well said. And also, we all, we, we kind of been focusing on hostility because they're in New York City. But Jane, you've been saying there've been good conversations too. I mean, I think that I saw the report yesterday that someone was hugging and praying with one of our members outside the abortion facility and things are happening. So what else can you share with us, Jane, from good things you've seen in New York City? So yesterday we had, I had a kind of a mind change, I would almost say, with a lady who um, at first thought it was her body, her choice, so the baby didn't have a right over her. And I just explained to her that we all have equal value and we all have the right to life. And that shouldn't, and the baby is its own living, growing human thing. So she kind of, I walked her through that whole situation and she did, and she changed her mind and said, yeah, that's a human being. Like we should not, we should not kill that baby, even though it's in my body. In the middle of New York City, most hostile place for preborn people, one of the most hostile, someone is now pro-life who was pro-choice yesterday. That's beautiful. That's a really big deal. I mean, I think that yeah. even going into this, um, you know, hearing about what was going on, I hadn't heard that story yet, Jane. That's awesome and really exciting to see that happening. And think about the ripple effects of that. Now, her mind has been changed. She, who knows where she's from, but she, whether she's in New York or somewhere else, she'll take that and tell more people about it, show them what abortion is, tell them about it. That's exciting. We also had a, this wasn't a mind change or anything, but I was just able to talk to a father in his car who was at the abortion facility yesterday and tell him, the lady going in was not there for an abortion, he claimed, but I was just able to hand some literature to him for, um, and told him that this is not a safe choice um, to be supporting, even if she's not in there for an abortion. Um, and I think I got him thinking, I don't know what the end result there was exactly, but I definitely got him thinking, so that was a great experience wow. as well. Well, we remember that wherever you are, New York City, small town in the middle of the Midwest or anywhere, we're planting seeds, right? And you planted something. You gave him some things to think about. Um, tragically, if his, if his child was killed by abortion, he's still a father, but a father of a dead baby, and he needs to know where he can find hope and healing as well. So that's super important, Jane. And I hope that everyone listening can see that even in the darkest of places where there is hostility, you still have opportunity to bring change. We can bring real change in this dark battle. Yeah, and I think that um, you just got to keep keep going on. And if you have any, if you ever want to like look up and see what actually took place um, during these outreaches, if you go to our social media accounts, we're keeping everybody updated. So go to our Facebook or our Instagram, um, Created Equal Org. And Jane, where are you headed the rest of this week? Give our um, listeners kind of an idea of what the plan is that you know of where you'll be going. 
So yeah, tomorrow we're going to be heading to Times Square to do outreach, hold up some banners and share the truth. Um, and then uh, I don't honestly know the rest of the week, um, but I'm excited for that. It'll be an adventure and definitely a great experience. Awesome. Well, as Lexi said, anyone who's listening who wants to know more about, hear these stories, there's more on our social media. And Jane, we're so excited to have you joining us all the way from New York. Um, it doesn't sound quite like you're in the room, but almost like you're in the room with us, which is very cool hearing what you're doing. And thank you for taking the time to step aside. Uh, you are on the ground right now. I know that our team is still doing outreach and you just pulled aside for a moment. So thank you for your time. So everyone listening, you know the drill, you know how to do this. Leave a review, subscribe. Please also look for more about our stories on our social media. We are at Create Equal on Facebook, at Create Equal Org on Twitter, Instagram, and others. Please continue to join us. We are Create Equal, and this has been The Debrief. <laughs>